0: Welcome to the Attorney Marketing Institute podcast. This is the podcast where you learn simple but effective ways to grow your law practice in just one hour a week. That's right. This is not your grandfather's podcast, and we're not talking about your grandfather's marketing. We're talking about 21st century law firm marketing. Let's do it. Hey, everybody, this is Nick Pavlidis. I'm psyched to be here for another episode of the Attorney Marketing Institute podcast. I have something really important to talk about today on this episode one, where we start diving into the problem with some of the attorney marketing out there, not necessarily uh, people who help you with attorney marketing, but the efforts, the attorney marketing efforts, and how you can take a pause refocus, redirect your attorney marketing so it leads you somewhere worthwhile. And that brings me right to the point. First of all, before we talk too deep about it, I want you to go to attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash free Facebook group. Join a Facebook group. We have a few dozen people as of the time I am recording this. I go in there with some live video. I go in there uh, inviting anyone who has an issue, has a challenge, wants to redirect, wants some thoughts, or even if you're doing a pitch or you're doing something, post some stuff in there and ask for feedback we have people in there just like you it's for lawyers and people inside law firms to help each other grow, learn from each other, share some resources. I share information. I share some talks in there. So head on in there, attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash free Facebook group, and make sure you sign up for my email list. You can get some really cool information about what we're doing to help you grow your law practice into something that you want to do. And that brings me to the main point of this episode. The problem with most attorney marketing is it is designed to do one thing, get you more of what you got. It's not designed to get you more of what you want. Sometimes I run two businesses. One is a ghostwriting business where I help professionals and entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, lawyers, doctors, uh, pharmacists, Marketing executives, people who are in business write content, mostly books, but also articles and social media content, so you can get your authority up, you can get attention up, and you can get your business up. And I have people, I had a lawyer come to me one time and say, hey, I want help writing a book. Because a lot of people don't have the time or if they had to unplug from their marketing, from their business to do their marketing, then it would cost them a lot of opportunity cost, a lot of Revenue because they can't bill for that time or they can't do more flat fee stuff, whatever whatever their model is. So he, he comes to me and he says, hey, I love the idea. I've seen books work for people. I love the idea of having a book written with me. I have so much information. I just don't have the time to write it because I have all these things going on. And I've processed to work with people to record the stuff or to find existing content, your white papers, speaking engagements, PowerPoints that you've put together and turn that into an awesome book in your words to help you head in a direction. So I was excited because this guy had a lot of really cool stuff about real estate law and i said well what do you want to write about he said i want to write about real estate law and i said well that's really cool and this is you know i'm summarizing the conversation i said that's really cool you know you can you can really really target your ideal client through that content and really connect with them so what do you like most about real estate law and you one thing, and what he told me what he told me hit me really hard because this happens a lot and it happens so much, not just with writing books, but also marketing a law practice. What he told me, his favorite part, in response to my question, what's your favorite part about building a law firm or about building a real estate practice, about your real estate practice? And he said nothing. He didn't say nothing, he said nothing. Nothing. He didn't like anything about his real estate practice, but he was stuck in the mindset that I'm a real estate lawyer. This is what I got assigned to out of law school when I went to a firm and that's the clientele I built and that's what I got going on and I've invested so many years in my law degree and then so many years beyond that into building a real estate practice that that's the book I want to write. And I said, no. I said, look, I can help you, but this isn't a project I want to be involved in because I don't want to get you more of what you have if you hate what you have, we have so much time. We're living longer lives. We are more productive. We have more resources to practice different. And really some, even in big law where I grew up, it, there seems to be in many places, an up or out type policy. There's a 10 year window where you're really going to decide if you're going to push for it or not. But our careers are way way longer than the next five years they're way way longer than the next 10 years and even if you only have 10 years left if you've been practicing for decades and you only have 10 years left there's no reason you can't preserve the goose that's laying the golden eggs right now do the smart thing for your practice for your person for your family preserve that and start transitioning and leaning into what you want. So this guy, I talked to him and I said, well, real estate law, how'd you get into it? He told me, basically, I got assigned to that. That's what I was told, the type of law I was going to practice, the need of the firm. So I want to build my reputation within that community. And I understand there's internal marketing and external marketing. I said, well, what if we could do something that checks the boxes, for both your internal, for your internal needs, your internal networking, and your external marketing positioning you and repositioning you in a way that's complementary to a real estate practice, that's natural, that's a natural extension of a real estate practice, but that gets you more of what you want rather than more of what you have, which is real estate transactions that you don't like so he and I started coaching and started dreaming and started working together about man if you could design your practice I don't care what you're doing we talked a little bit about this on the on episode zero when I introduced the attorney marketing Institute podcast and what makes me so passionate about it is I don't want to help you get more of what you have unless you love what you have so I want you to design the future it doesn't matter what's behind you you're standing where you are you're going where you You want to go. Some people love where they were assigned. They enjoy it. They love pieces of it. Let's lean into those pieces of it. The stuff that you don't like, let's get you away from that. That's not just the type of law. That's the type of marketing too. Oh, I do really, really good job writing. So I want to write more, more, more do you like writing? No. Does it take a lot of time? No. So what do you really like doing? I like speaking. All right. So let's lean into speaking. Let's find you ways to speak. Let's start out virtually. You design some webinars. It doesn't matter how many people show up. You have content there. And then you can get help turning that webinar into writing. If, if you have a reputation in writing, you don't have to sit there and do it all yourself. Let's lean into what you like to do from an activity perspective. You like to go to networking events. Great. Do you like to go to certain types of networking events? Fantastic. Let's talk about, we'll do episodes about how to find the right networking event for you, not for someone else. Law marketing is so designed to lean into more of what you have. Let's take that and let's in this entire podcast, the Attorney Marketing Institute community, this entire movement that I'm pushing forward with a different voice. Like I say in the intro, this is not your grandfather's marketing. We're not going to tell you what you need to do. We're going to find out what you want and help you get that. Start from where you are. Look forward. You're going to get bumped around. Do it wisely. Don't throw away what's working. And throw away all of the revenue sources and everything like that. If SEO is working for you, fine. Leave that running in the background. We'll build up what you enjoy doing. And then once you build, we build up what you enjoy doing, we're going to lean into that. We're going to scale that. We're going to dial down the stuff that you don't like. You want to find different clients? Here's a transition. Get clients that are related in an industry that you like. Get the industry. Expand the business. Expand the relationships. Shift over. So you like real estate and you want to shift into litigation? Fine. First step, start doing litigation for real estate companies, for development companies, for property managers, for things like that. So you have your existing relationships and you start just first, not even taking control of them, but getting involved. Hey, put me on your team. I want to do whatever. And you know what? You can invest in that. You can, you can make it, you can incentivize you being on that team. Just invest into changing the direction as opposed to investing only into leaning into what you don't like. So this is the problem. I want everybody to take a look at what you're doing, what you're doing to grow your practice, how you're positioning yourself in the market. Are you positioning yourself? We're going to talk about some pitches, how to design a great elevator pitch. There are so many different types of pitches. We're going to talk about a few that I want everyone to have in their back pocket. Two sentences three sentences, depending on the type of person that you're talking to, the situation you're in, where you are, you're going to have these things. We're going to give you a formula so you can just say, like me, I help lawyers build their law practice in less time. How do I do that? And that's the key. I don't put the how in my pitch. I don't put the how in my elevator pitch. I help you make more money in less time. Really? That sounds great. How do you do that? So the elevator pitch, we'll talk about it. The elevator pitch is the what you do, the outcome you get for your clients, and then let the how be the conversation. You never want to say something that closes a conversation until the conversation needs to close. We'll talk about how to close conversations. But anyhow, so the problem with most marketing is it gets you more of what you want, no matter if you like it or not. It is designed to do that. And it doesn't make for natural, progressive, preservative things that preserve the the golden goose shifts into something better in your world. Because you know what? If we all had the clients, the ideal clients for us, and we all worked in an ideal practice area, an ideal business structure, an ideal location, man, the practice of law would be different, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be awesome if two out of the three lawyers you reached out to weren't saying, I just don't like to practice the law anymore. There's just this that I don't like about it. I left the practice of law because I didn't like arguing all day. I was a corporate litigator, a bankruptcy litigator at a large law firm. Then I went in-house for a few years to a large international manufacturing company. And it was just constantly arguing. It was constantly being on my toes. I don't want to argue. I love so much about the law. I enjoy how we can use it to help people. I enjoy the writing, the speaking, the persuasion. I enjoy all that stuff. I love connecting with people, but I don't want to connect with people just to go into every situation to fight and to tear people's words apart. Man, that's not me. So what if we can just switch into what is me? And what I did was I took a few years and really transitioned into Coaching, I coach lawyers. Training, setting up the Attorney Marketing Institute in the background, so people can subscribe into a mastermind situation where you get education on email marketing, on setting up funnels to bring people in an automated way into your uh, into your business and really serve them well, and so so that way you can. Practice more instead of spending time onboarding, uh, onboarding people or, um, or qualifying leads. We're going to have all that information in there. How do you efficiently use social media? I'm on social media. You go to my Twitter profile at Nick Pavlidis or my LinkedIn profile. You will see me posting multiple times a day. That's not me. That is my words. Those are my words. I. Take a very specific process to get all of my words, helpful words, in there. I schedule out when you interact with me, when you see my likes and my comments and my 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 retweets and stuff like that. That's me. I lean into people. I don't lean into me communicating with Twitter to say, "Hey, say this." I'm talking to you. I don't need to be at the computer typing it in there. I can schedule that out and I can do it really efficiently. We'll talk about that in detail in the Attorney Marketing Institute. Uh, mastermind. So anyhow, that's all coming up. We're going to be really excited. I'm going to share lots of information. On here, but this is the takeaway I want everybody here. I generally am going to keep these episodes short, but I'm gonna keep them excited and I'm gonna give you takeaways. This is the problem. I want you to think about your law practice. I want you to think about your marketing. Do you love your law practice? What do you love about it? Even if you don't like it in general, what do you love about it? Do you love just the income? Do you love the prestige? Do you love the location? There's something about everyone's law practice that you love. If you tell me you hate every single thing about your law practice, man, you call me. We can we can find some things that you love because there are some things that you that almost that everyone I've come in contact with love about their law practice. Keep those. Preserve those. Do you like your if you're in solo, do you like your lease? You got a favorable lease. It can be as simple as that to just get some gratitude just to start looking at your practice and the pieces of your practice differently and say what are we going to keep what are we going to continue doing for the short term we're going to have a season a transitional season where we reduce costs or increase investment or whatever it is to transition somewhere while preserving what's worked so i want you to look at your practice differently what do you like about it what don't you like about it is it the type of law is it the type of clients is it some part of it We're going to talk about setting your practice up so you love what you do. There are going to be bad days and there are going to be good days. But overall, you can look at your law firm as something that adds value to your life in more ways than just money. Then two, where do you want to go? What you don't like about your practice, what can you replace it with? What would you love to do if you didn't have to worry about money? Because every type of law, every type of law, you can make money. I don't care if you do a not-for-profit law. You might do not-for-profit law for little money. Right? You might serve indigent people and not get paid or not get paid a ton of money for it, but that doesn't mean you can't make money using your practice in other ways. What if you created an online presence, just like the Attorney Marketing Institute, where you teach people how to serve and how to build a profitable, uh, not-for-profit law firm? What if, or law firm that does not-for-profits, law, uh, law representation for law, not-for-profits, what if you taught people how to do what you do and you got paid that way, that your expertise, your experience, your law firm can be profitable no matter what, no matter what type of law you're practicing, it doesn't matter if you do things differently differently. If you do things in a way that gets you excited, you're going to love doing it. Just like the Attorney Marketing Institute. You can hear the passion of my voice. I'm not up here saying, okay, well, first thing we're going to do is we are going to sit down. and..." Blah. No, absolutely not. I am here. I'm standing up. My arms are flailing. If this were a video podcast, you'd just see some blurs because I get so excited about this. So the problem with most marketing, it's not targeted where you want to go. It's it's a gas pedal. You just lean down no matter where it's going. There's no steering wheel. The problem with Law marketing is no steering wheel. What I need you to do, decide where you want to go and get that steering wheel. We'll turn in that direction and we'll get you on the right path. So there's your homework for today. I want you to think about if everything were to go right, write it down. If everything, if you couldn't fail, what would your law firm do? What type of law would you practice? How many people would be there? How many people would work uh, with you? How many people would support you? How many lawyers? Just design your ideal law practice. If you can think of someone, think of a lawyer or a law firm that is doing it the way, at least from the outside, that you would love to do, write that stuff down. Study them and say, hey, even reach out to them, especially if they're in a different jurisdiction. Reach out to them and find those growth-minded lawyers. Because that's really when I, when you hear my law, my pitch about how I help lawyers, I don't just say I help lawyers make money more money in less time. Although that is part of that is a very short version of my pitch. But what I tell people is I help motivated, growth minded lawyers make more money in less time. If you're not motivated and you don't have a mindset of growth, if you think that there's only one pie in the world, if someone else gets a piece, you can't have an, you can't have as much. Wrong. Motivated, growth minded lawyers. If you believe like uh, business is like the flame on a candle, where you can light a candle, and you can use that one candle to light ten other candles, a hundred other candles. It doesn't matter. You still have your flame. You can support other people. You can refer to other people. You can help other people, and there'll still be plenty. In fact, even more for you. That's the truth. I don't care what industry you're in. You can find motivated, growth-minded, cooperative people to hang out with, to do business with, to refer to, receive referrals from, to lean into a practice to focus, to niche, to specialize in an area that gets you excited about the practice, about the people and about the progress and what you're doing. And you can connect with these people and five people all doing something they're passionate about that relate to each other or that complement each other can be way more powerful for each person than if each of them tried to do everything themselves and felt drained by four fifths of it. So find out what excites you. Find out what your, what your golden goose is in your practice. Take the things you like, write them down. Take the things you don't like, write them down. Write down some things, the people who are doing it, the way you would love to do it. And that's where you point your marketing, right in that direction, at the good stuff, at what you want, not what you have. Next time on Attorney Marketing Institute, we're going to talk about some more awesome stuff. We're going to do things different. Get in that Facebook book group, attorneymarketinginstitute.com slash free Facebook group that to to get there you just um just go to that website and we'll send you in there beyond that my email list we're going to talk about some fun stuff and we'll see you next time